Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to In Defense of Ska. We aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of the music. Ska deserves the respect genres like punk, hip-hop, and hardcore find among their listeners. We also like to illustrate how Ska is a global genre. Our host is renowned music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska, Aaron Carnes. Today we speak with Jose Diels Olam, the lead singer of the group Out of Control Army, who formed in 2015 in Mexico City. They play an infectious two-tone inspired sound and have played big and small shows all over the world. But there is more to this interview than Diels' history as the lead singer of the band. He's also been involved with Mexico City's ska scene for many years. Ska grew in Mexico in the 90s and 2000s, but had a dip in popularity after that. Deals knew there was still a substantial Ska audience in Mexico. So in 2016, he partnered with Ocesa to create Nonstop Ska Festival, which drew tens of thousands of people for an all-Ska lineup. He's shown that Mexico has a voracious appetite for Ska, and other promoters have gotten in on the action. In today's interview with Deals, we trace Mexico's history of ska from the early days of the Mex-Ska movement in the 90s to its present vibrant iteration. And now, joining me is my co-host, veteran ska musician Adam Davis of Link 80 and Omnigon. So in 2019, you went to Mexico with, with Alex from Flat Planet, right? Yeah, yeah. It was for, uh, it was for my book. I was um, going to see a festival and I was going to interview some bands there. I mean, it was also fun, right? It's crazy. That was a considered a small show, and it was like ten thousand people. Dang! Can you imagine a small show being ten thousand people? Sorry, we didn't draw very many people. It's only ten thousand. Yeah, it's only ten thousand. <laughs> ska is so popular in in Mexico. The the thing that struck me about the festival too was that the, while there was like people of different ages there, there was a fair amount of young people, and I think that's the key thing is that it's still popular with young people in Mexico. So that means that it still has life and it still has room to grow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great. I wish we had that here. I really want to play in Mexico. Yeah. 
I said the other thing that was really I, that really struck me about the whole thing was that um, the, this I, this hang up or this idea that Scott is silly really just wasn't present at that festival and really wasn't present with the people I spoke with. It's just like it was really clear to me that in Mexico, Scott is viewed as a form of political dance music. Yeah, if there's anything else I'd like to push back on that negative perception of of the music, it's that it's just silly. Yeah, I really don't like that part. But man. I hope that one day my band gets to go play in Mexico. Maybe uh, if you're listening and you want to bring Omnigon to Mexico, hit me up. Before we begin the conversation officially, uh, I just want to introduce uh, Mari is here uh, to help with any translation. She she was part of our uh, Aracio Blanco episode from uh, Disordan Publico. Uh, if you want to say hi, Mari. Hi, I'm Mari, and I'm here to help with any of your language needs. And uh, do you want to tell everyone your band name again? Just uh, we'll just give you a little quick plug. Sure. Uh, my band is Los Ocupados. We're a ska punk band from Western Washington. And happy to be here. Great. Jose, happy to have you here. I want to ask you first. So there is footage online. Out of Control Army just played a show on, on November in Mexico City. It looked like a massive audience. I think you were opening for uh, Inspector. Is that right? Yes, we, we do a, a big show. Uh, we, we have two big shows this year, uh, the two shows with the inspector. Uh, the first in February, in Auditor Nacional. Auditor Nacional is the, the most important theater in, in Mexico City. It's for uh, 12,000 people. And we do that in February. And now in November, do the same inspector and out of culture army in, in a venue called Palacio Los Deportes. It's a sports arena. And it's for 20,000 people. Wow. Was this, was it a, was a special anniversary for Inspector or was it just a regular show? The, yes, the November show is the 29, no, the 28th anniversary of Inspector. So um, our friend Esteban Flores, he said uh, that you flew him in to play keyboards for your set? Yes, it's, it's, it's really cool. Take Esteban because uh, I know Esteban in, in Los Angeles. When I know Esteban and in a rehearsal for, for a band, this guy have the, the correct touch in the keyboards and have the, the, the correct Hammond and the correct sound. Um, yeah. He's a really, really good friend. This, this guy is strange because he's, um, he's Mexican, but never know Mexico because no have papers and have problems for go to the country. And mm-hmm. now Esteban had the, the green card and told me, uh, I want to go to Mexico. Uh, and I told come to the show. I, I can, I can pay, pay, pay for your flight, come and, and enjoy. And this is really uh, uh, blow the mind of Esteban because it's the first show in Mexico and play for 20,000 people. No? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was his first show in Mexico. Yeah, that, what a first show. <laughs> and the first time. Not, not only the first show, the first time, the first tacos, the first, uh, it's the first time in the Esteban in Mexico City. <laughs> oh, did you, did you uh, take him anywhere special to give him some food or anything? Yes, uh, we eat too much tacos and pozole and all the Mexican uh, food, uh, go to the supermarkets. And it's cool because it's, it's really different, the, the real Mexico, no, than the USA Mexico, no, it's, but mm-hmm. but it's, it's it's really really different and and really cheap and the people uh, is crazy, you know. The people in Mexico is uh, enjoy 
too much the the, the music, no. Yeah. So in, in August there was a the Global Sounds Global Ska Festival with the Melbourne Ska Orchestra. Were, are you behind that festival? Yes, I I have two festivals. I do I do two festivals: the Nonstop Ska Festival and mm-hmm. the Global Ska Festival. Um, I have eight years doing these festivals, and I enjoy too much. Uh, bring to Mexico bands to all over the world. I, I pick up um, 100 bands now. Uh, Tokyo Scaparalyze, Batmaners, Hepcat, Always Calmates, bands from Japan, from Korea, Kingston Rudiska from Korea, for example. And this year I put um, in my, a Stranger Call, um, Melbourne Sky Orchestra, the Western Standard Time, La Mafia, Mafia Rusa from Los Angeles. And I work, I work very hard for, for the sky in, in Mexico and in Latin America. I do the, this show, the Global Sky, do it in Argentina, in Chile, and in Colombia. How many people were at the show with the Melbourne Sky Orchestra? This show is for seven thousand people. And so, was that one in Mexico, or which which one was this one in? Was it in Argentina? In in, in Argentina, it's different lineup. In Argentina, Colombia, I put uh, Batmanos, uh, Out of Control Army. And another band from Spain called Scapa Rapid. Um, mm-hmm. Scapa Rapid is a ska punk band uh, and, and, and sounds really good. Have 30 years and the people love it. And in Chile, uh, I put a, another artist called Juancho Scalari. He's a singer of a uh, legendary band called Scalariac. Um, we changed the, the lineup, but uh, in Mexico, I put uh, Mermoska because he's one of my favorite bands. I think my, my it's now my favorite band. For, for me, the most important band or more, the more perfect band in, in the world is Tokyo's Paradise. But everything changed when I when I uh, listen Melbourne Skies. It's really, really excited. The, the singer, Nicky Bomba, is, is a, a really superstar. And it's, it's really cool guy. Um, I love it, Melbourne Sky. I want to, to do... Uh, more shows with Namor Ska because it's it's a great band. No? It's like Ska, but it's with jazz, have orchestra, but no, no, it's a, a classic jazz. No, it's not like a modern band. And it's, it's really cool for the people. I, I enjoy it. How many people were in the band for that show? Travel 12, 12 people from Australia, and I put uh, 10 musicians more from Mexico for do the, the complete orchestra. Oh, nice. So I want to, I kind of want to get into your history. You, you, you have a lot of history with Ska in Mexico mm-hmm. and I know you go, you go back pretty far. Um, can you first tell me a little bit about how you first learned about Ska? I, I know it must've been as a kid, right? Yes. When I have uh, 11 years, I listened to the first Mexican Ska bands, um, Panteón Rococó, Nana Pancha, Secta Cor, and um, I tried to find more in Napster, but it's really slow in these times, Napster. And I uh, listened to Mighty, Mighty Boston, Safe Fairies, uh, the bands who appear in, in the movies, no? In the movies, just, you see Safe Fairies and uh, bands with horns, and I love the sound. Um, more later, uh, I uh, discovered my, my favorite music is the, the Scatutong. When I listen, madness, but manners, special, it's um, changed my mind. And I, I, I decide in this time I, I want to to learn to play horns. No, I begin with the trumpet. I, I start with the trumpet, 
and years ago I I buy my first saxophone, but uh, I really love the ska. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's incredible music. I enjoy the ska punk, the ska hardcore, the the two tone. My favorite is the two tone, but I love it. All the fusions and the combinations. Um, I think it's really good music because all all the world change the the music. No, in India, in Japan, in Korea. Uh, do the personal ska, no? the Korean ska, the Japanese ska, Venezuela, um, Argentina. It's, 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 the, it's it, I, I really love the ska. I, I, all my life is around the ska music. No? Can you think back to being a kid and what it was about ska that you liked about it so much? Yes. Uh, when I was a kid, um, the, the, in Mexico, the, the ska is, is really famous in the 90s. No? In the 90s, it's Haba Boom. But the people don't know this is a ska, no? The people only thinking it's uh, rock with horns. Um, yeah. Many bands do fusion with uh, Latin music, cumbia, and merengue. Um, but in this, in, in the 90s, in the 2000s, many bands come to Mexico, no? The first band who worked really hard in Mexico is the Toaster, no? Is the, the first yeah. bands who who come to Mexico and say, okay, this is the, the other ska, no? So was the Toasters the first ska band you saw that was not from Mexico? Yes, the Toasters is the, the first ska, ska band, no? Okay, wait, I want to I go back a little bit because um, I know when you were a kid, uh, you met Pepe Lobo, and uh, I want to kind of talk a little bit about Pepe Lobo, who he was, what he did, and, and your, your friendship with him. Okay. So... Can you explain who Pepe Lobo was? Or is, I'm sorry? Yes, Pepe Lobo, Pepe Lobo uh, for me and for too much people, is the father of the Mexican ska. He's the man who, yeah. who started to, to, uh, to how say, invertir, como, de dar dinero. Invertir, uh, to invest, to invest it. To, to invest, to invest money for, for the first band to record the demos. Uh, like Sectacore, like Inspector, um, is the man who released the first cassettes, no, no, no CDs, cassettes, and, and after the CDs. Um, have many connections with, with other bands. Um, this guy, is, for me, is the father of the Mexica. Um, when I was a kid, I worked with Pepe Lobo um, in, in the company, but this is an independent company of, of Ska, but I worked with, with Pepe. And um, it's uh, a man who who works really hard when, when the ska no do money and Pepe Lobo put the money and trust in the music, no? Yeah. So how did you meet Pepe Lobo? I meet in the market. This guy uh, spent albums in the market and I go uh, for, for buy, for buy the, the CDs. And Pepe Lobo have the first albums of Fabulosos Cadillacs on another Argentina band. Um, I know in the market, I said, like, I think I have 70 years old when I know Pepalo. It's El Chopo is what we're talking about, right? Yes, El Chopo. El Chopo is a is market. Yes. So it's like a market in Mexico City um, where people sell music shirts just yes, like an underground market like like Camden town 
but uh, more true, no? More true because here is more for the punk rockers, for the gothic people, the, the metal people, many cultures. So you went to to go get some music, and you and you met him there because he's he just has a booth at the uh, El Chopo. Yes, Pepe Lobo working in Chopo, and and after I know Pepe Lobo, I work with Pepe Lobo. I'm in Baller all the album. Uh, I work in the house of Pepe for Baller the the album, and uh, he he helped me too much for for the beginning to play the music, no, or, um, for for playing ska music, no. I was reading that um, you used to hang out at uh, El Chopo and used to play trumpet there. Is that true? Yes, <laughs> I play the trumpet. But now I play the saxophone. I don't, the trumpet is really difficult. I don't play more this instrument. <laughs> only only three buttons for all the notes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> when when did you switch over to saxophone? I don't remember. Maybe I play only two two. Two years the trumpet. I, I really love the saxophone because I love the sound of madness, no? And yeah. Madness is the, the Lee Thompson for me is, is the more inspiration. It's like a, the sound of, of the two tones is, is the saxophone, no? It's the tenor sax, the baritone sax. And I love the saxophone, the sound of the saxophone. I love the horns for the trombone, the trumpet, but the saxophone is my favorite. No? And I uh, decide to study uh, all the days. Uh, the sax I'm playing all the days and now it's my instrument, no? I play baritone sax. And I really enjoy that. So Pepe Lobo, he's the first person that really released these these tapes by these bands. Uh, you know, like you were saying, Panteon Rococo, Inspector, Sectacor, Nana Pancha, Tremende Corte. What was Pepe Lobo like as a person? Pepe is really cool. It's, it's like a kid. <laughs> He's like a kid. <laughs> like a kid. Pepe, Pepe is really funny, and he's, he's, he's now um, he's a really good person. And um, now, now many bands uh, like uh, really mainstream bands uh, begin with the connection of Pepe Lobo, and Pepe present the mainstream bands with the under bands, and now the under bands no more under are mainstream. It's for example for me. Pepe Lobo is the people who introduced me with Inspector, no? When I have 70 years, uh, talk to the Inspector, record with this guy, it's just the, the new Escaban. And um, now I'm, I have a really relationship with Inspector. It's my, my best friends now, but Pepe Lobo introduced me with these guys maybe 20 years ago. So Pepe Lobo still goes to El Chopo and sells tapes, right? Yes. Yes, Pepe, Pepe, Pepe works in the Chopo all the life. Now, now you can go to the Chopo and Pepe is here. Yeah, so you can go see him. Like any, You can still see him take, in 2023. Yes, Pepe always, is always in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> you can go and have, have the, a really good, goodest, uh, goodest uh, new recordings. And it's cool. It's cool. It's working really hard now. How are a new compilations? Uh, Puro Ska Mexicano is the name of the new compilations of, of Pepe. Um, he's a, a man who always su support the other bands. Eh? So 
when Pepe was putting out the music, these bands were underground. Yes. They were, they were not, they were not very big, right? No, no, no. But, but in Mexico, the, the underground is like a, a different, uh, means different like USA because, for example, we are underground bands, no? Uh, the scab bands. But we play for 20,000 people, no? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. like a, like strange because uh, when I listen, the sky's underground is okay, but I play all the weeks for 2,000, 3,000. It's, it's normally, no? It's normally playing for this kind of people. Uh, another friend, Neil, mine, have another festival called Scatex. Scatex Festival is for 75,000 people and only with scabans, no? It's only scabans. Um, uh, and the people uh, in, in the radio or the TV or uh, don't put ska because the sky is underground, but I don't, I don't think it's underground our music for have 75,000 people in a festival. Only for ska. No more, more music. Ska. What kind of audiences were these, were, were these bands drawing, drawing in the 90s when they were still releasing cassettes with Pepe Lobo before, before big labels came into the picture? The many, many, many labels record after Pantheon, for example, Inspector, the, the, and the other labels forget the, the other bands and the ska music in the 2005, 2007 lost, lost a lot of the people because uh, the internet, Spotify, uh, YouTube yeah. appears with uh, reggaeton, appears with the, uh, Electronic music, uh, um, it's, it's really complicated for the sky because the sky is music uh, who born in the streets, no? Um, yeah. we don't need the radios and the, and the, in this time, no? Um, many bands broke and, but now I think it's the best time for doing sky in Mexico. It's, it's a good, uh, it's a good moment for the music. The people support the show. The people go to, to see many bands. It's, uh, you have audience for 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 all the bands, no? You can play ska core and have the ska core scene, have the the rocksteady scene. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Many many promoters now, independent promoters, work with bands. The, the next week come Roy Ellis uh, to Mexico uh, for doing the show. My friend Natalia, Natalia is have a a, a label of, of clothes. Call it. Offset, offset clothing, and it's the anniversary of the store, and put royalties for the show, and all the all the days happen something for Sky Mexico. Yeah, Ska is very very popular now. What was it like in the nineties? Was it were they playing big shows or was it small shows? No, really big. It shows all the weeks for twenty thousand people, fifty thousand. All the weeks. I I enjoy this time. I I know musician in, in this in, in in the past, but. I enjoy like fun because in the 90s Mexico had really really big problems, political problems, and yeah. the, the ska is the music for 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 scream to the people what's happened with the governments and the tickets for these shows is only uh, beans or rice. You can put rice and it's a donation for for the communities for the ZLN, el Ejército Zapatista. The, yeah. And, and many people uh, go to the show for support, many problematics, 
social problematics and and it's a good good time for scar no no really professional the stage and the sound and, but in this time nothing uh, nothing do the uh, thinking in that no the people thinking and enjoying the music and and the social problems but now these people like have 15 years in the 90s have 30 35 and it's different now that yeah, is is uh, uh, needs more uh, better venues now but uh, now now everything changed because the people grow up and we are all people now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not just punk kids going to yes. <laughs> tiny tiny you know crummy venues yes. in defensive ska will return in a moment you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first bands to kind of get bigger, though, are what? Panteon, Rococo, Inspector, Sectacore? Yes, but uh, the first band, I, I the, the first first band is, is Scabot, but not 100% Scabot, uh, like how Sky Influence grow up, is Maldita Vecindad. Huh? Maldita Vecindad uh, is really big. It, 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 when, when Panteon, Rococo, and Inspector play in the streets and the other festivals, Malita Vecindad playing the TV shows and really ma- massive band, no? Um, yeah. It's a band who influenced many people because I have a special saxophone who have a, a really uh, good color and many guys buy the sax for, for, it's a really good inspiration for buy a saxophone and do a band. And it's in, after that, another uh, band in, in the north called Tijuana, no? Tijuana Noise, other famous band uh, before the before the the boom of Sky in the nineties, but the the two represent bands in the is Inspector in Pantheon, the bands who who grow grow up too much, but it's really hard because Inspector and Pantheon uh, in the playing in all the shows in all the political shows and in other moment playing uh, 
good morning TV shows and <laughs> and the people, many people angry, many people support. Uh, it's really complicated for these bands, but I think these bands do do the correct because in Mexico, when in the nineties, when you told to the people, I listen to ska, all the people say, "What is ska? No? What is ska? What is ska?" No, nothing knows the word ska, no. And now in Mexico, ska is popular, a popular word. You you say, "I play ska music," and the people understand what is ska, no. Yeah. Do you want to know? In the in the mid '90s, they tried to break in the U.S. They didn't get very big, but they definitely made a, an attempt in the U.S. market. Yes, yes. And this guy lives in um, Tijuana. It's only ten minutes to San Diego. No, it's, it's more yeah. easy for, for these bands come. But for a band from the Mexico City, it's, it's really difficult because. Uh, the papers, the visas, it's, it's really complicated, the, the process, really expensive. Um, and, and it's hard, but now it, it, with the internet, it's more easy to have the contacts and, and talk with the people and go to the correct festival. No? Okay, so Pantheon Rococo, they, what were the, um, I feel like they had a couple really big songs on the radio, right? Yes, but the other is really big. It's like super mainstream band, super mainstream, like Metallica, like Pink Floyd, like uh, the these guys do uh, three shows in Photosol. Photosol is a big, the big arena in Mexico. It's for seventy thousand people and do three shows sold out. You know? Wow! It's like a band who spend more than one hundred thousand tickets. You know? I think it's the not, not only scam music. I think it's the the most big band in Mexico. The most big, no, mm-hmm. not only ska, no, it's it's a band who has spent one hundred thousand tickets in a week. It's it's, it's crazy, but <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the first song that they had on the radio, or the first big song they had? Yes, yeah, and, and this is strange because the when, when Inspector grew up, Inspector have a love song in the radio, no? Yeah, uh, but Panteón Rococo have a political song called La Carencia. Uh, and it's a strange listening to the radio and a song who told shit for the government. And it's in the radio. <laughs> it's a hit. <laughs> and, and it's cool. I think Panteon have this this style, no? It's a politic band. And like Arencia is the most massive song or the, or the first massive song with Panteon. But with the other, uh, the other album, the demo, have other popular songs with the people, but now in the radio or the TV, no? Was it um, was it uncommon in Mexico to have a political song on the radio? It's difficult. It's difficult. Um, the bands don't do that. It's, it's, um, it, in, now, now the radio is, I think nothing uh, try to stay in the radio. No? The, the things change. And the really popular bands don't don't stay in the radio, stay in the internet, in YouTube, in a podcast, in a different because in Mexico the radio and the TV, the people don't 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 listen more, don't don't see TV. Everything changed, no? Now it's my understanding that the the early two thousands is when sort of um was the, the peak of when like these bands were on the radio and kind of more in, in the bigger culture is does do you agree with that is that correct yes it's, it's really good maybe when i was a kid 
I a little language, no? <laughs> but but now I understand is the correct, no? But yes, in the in the moment I'm uh, I say what this is my band. <laughs> <laughs> Why my band is continue, no? It's part of me, no? And many people is angry, no? But after that, the people grow up and say, okay, these guys, these guys do the correct for the music, no? It's, it's for the music, no? And these bands ne never change the music. So, inspector play a two tone ska, no, no, no change for for more more fans or something. It's the it's the same band with the with the same guys and. Um, it's cool. It's cool. I think this band do the cover. What is there a name? Is there a term for uh, ska fans in Mexico? I I think I read staceros. I'm not sure if I'm getting it right. Mm, yeah, ska many, many. The first name of, is a uh, a bad name of uh, offense. The the guys scatos, no scatos. Scatos is an offensive name. Yeah. Now now no. no, no. It's the name of the metal or the gothic people or the punk people say scatos, no? It's like a bad name, no? For scatos. The, the people of ska say scaseros, scaseros, or root, root boys, the root boys, or ska fans. Or, it, it's, it's difficult, but now when you talk to people, you are scato, the people say, yes, I'm scato. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because in Mexico, the ska meets many cultures. The, the people who listen to ska in the 19th, uh, have a, a skateboard, uh, do graffiti. Uh, it's, it's a mix of the hip hop culture and the punk rock culture. Uh, no, no, it's like a root voice to listen to American ska. Um, in the nineties, the people who who listen to ska is the people who um, practice skateboard, and love yeah. the graffiti, and the the clothes. The clothes really different, no? A big clothes like like a hip hop music and. No, it's like a ska culture, no? It's, it's really different. Um, and the 90% of the ska people in Mexico don't, don't listen to the ska music, the, the Jamaican music, or, the, or feel the, the traditional culture of ska, no? It's, it's different. It's like a Mexican ska culture, no? Yeah, the, it feels like Inspector were like one of the only bands back then that were playing like two-tone influenced ska. The, the rest of it was really mixed with a lot of punk and metal and other stuff. Yes, yes. Inspector is the more uh, like, like sound traditional ska of, uh, and the clothes and in, in, in this time. No? Now, now we have many ska bands and two-tone and rocksteady and reggae bands. But in this time, Inspector is broken. But I think that's happened with Inspector because the, this guy is from Monterey. And is is the border of, of Texas, no? Yeah. Um, listen other kind of music, um, and in, in Mexico City it's like a jungle, no? It's it's, it's a really hard city, and it's it's other kind of, of music, no? The the sky in Mexico City is more is more serious. I think the reason for for the two tone of ska punk and no. The people in Mexico City don't listen too much because this kind of music, like, like the California ska, so it's like more funny, no? It's funny and really crazy, very. Um, and the people in Mexico City don't like it because it's more angry, no? It's like a politic and more. Uh, and it's the reason for Mexico do the 
a Mexican ska, no? So Mexican ska tends to be political, right? Yes, it's more ag aggressive. It's like, yes, it's, it's a, a movement. It's a social movement. No, no, it's only about the music. I'm curious about the term Mexica. That's kind of what it's it's referred yeah. to as, right? Mexica, yeah. Mexica? Because it's not ska per se. It's this sort of me blend of music. Yes, it's, it's like another wave of ska. <laughs> Do you know where, where the term came from or who came up with that, Mexica? I don't know, but like the people call it the Mexica. It's a, the sound of Mexico is really different like all, over, all over the world. So, okay. Ska in Mexico is bigger than anywhere else in Latin America? Yes. yes all the world. Bigger than any place in the world? But for too much. For example... I love Supernova Sky. It's, it's a, a dream play for me in the Supernova. But yeah. the Supernova is like uh, the smallest stage of my festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a mini a mini festival. Yes, it's, it's in Mexico. The sky is really popular. Really popular. The, the people love the music and, and enjoy. And many bands around the world don't understand that. And when I write to the bands and please come to Mexico. No, let me see. Let me check the offers. And I say, man, you, you need to come to Mexico. It's, it's crazy, Mexico. It's, it's the best part of the world for playing ska now. When did you start playing in bands? I started uh, 20 years ago. I started playing in bands. I played with many bands. With, for, for example, in Tijuana, no? I played six years in Tijuana. No? Um, I played with the Bad Manners. Uh, I have eight years with Bob Manners. Um, um, in the Toasters, I, I do two tours, two years the tours of Toasters. Um, and it's great because I grow up with these bands and I never thinking uh, we wanna, we play in the band most. It's like, it's really strange that for me, no? Because I, I'm only a fan, no? I am a fan and yeah. everything changed in my life. <laughs> what was the first band you played in? The first place is a band in Mexico called Mascatesta. Mm -hmm. I played 10 years with this band. And after I begin to play with Tijuana no? and Batman. I, and I do Out of Control Army uh, eight years ago with all their influence. And I try to do a, a band who have the two-tone sound, the schedule sound, but with the Mexican power. No? And it's, it's a mix for the yeah. For all the influence, you know, Dostal from Tijuana, from, for, for, uh, and my spec, uh, uh, my principal reason for do this band is try to go to play to all over the world, scam music, no? When, when did you join, uh, Masket, Mascatesta? <laughs> um, I enjoy, I joined in, I don't know. 18 years ago. So around 2005, 2004? Yes, with the trumpet. I, I begin with the trumpet in this one. <laughs> oh, you did? You were trumpet first? Okay. Uh, you, you also, before you started booking festivals, you booked smaller shows, right? Yes. So when, when did you start booking? Uh, I, I started 10 years ago. And the, the people who uh, have the fall of that, everything happened, 
is bucket, no? Bucket from the toasters. He's the first one who asked me, who respond me um, an email and say, okay, I, I can go to the show. I do a show for 200 people. Um, uh, in the other year, I do three shows with the toasters in, in, in other cities. And Bucket told to all the guys of the bands, hey, man, I have a people in Mexico, uh, call it Deals. And Deals is uh, the man who responds for the show, is honest, can do it. Um, Bucket uh, told for many bands, and I begin to to work with all the bands. No? With, I, I forgot all the bands is too much. I, I bring Selector, Voodoo uh, uh, Glass School, um, Richie Ramon, uh, New York Sky Jazz Ensemble, Western Standard, Spectre 7. I work really hard, but Bucket is, the, is, is, the, is my, my father in the scam music. No? Okay, so tell me about how you became Deals. D deals is like um, in Mexico, the, it's called Tratos. No? Tratos like like make a deal, no? The, yeah. the people in Mexico call me El Tratos <laughs> when I have 15 years because I always make deals for some and and after the people told me deals like like a joke and now I have 20 years everybody called me deals <laughs> because <laughs> all the time I do deals I say how much? Okay, what city? And I book bands in, in all over the world. Um, Tokyo Scaparadise and uh, many bands work with me, and <laughs> all all the people call me deals, no? and it's cool. Sounds good. <laughs> so you, when you started booking shows, you specifically wanted to bring in bands outside of Mexico. You wanted to be that person, right? Yes. Did you? Can you talk about that a little bit? Is it because you wanted to connect the ska scenes and and have people so that it you know, make it one big ska scene? The, the problem in Mexico is the corruption. In Mexico, have many corruption. And the promoters have the same. It's like a, a virus. The government is corrupt. The promoters are corruption. The people are corruption. It, it's really hard. And many bands uh, announcement tours in Mexico. And when the day coming, cancel the show or change the place. And many, many problems happen. And many bands don't want to come to Mexico because it's dangerous city. And and I try to change that and say, okay, uh, this is the, the the deal, no? This is the correct information. I have a venue. We can travel and we can do the show, but is this is the money for the show, no? And many bands say, okay, yes, and um, with because many people lie lie to the bands and say more money and not not nothing mm -hmm. happened, or or when you are a promoter, you need to you need to know to, uh, you you maybe lo lose the money. You can lose the money, and the promoter say no. When the promoter lose the money, cancel the show, no. And when I lose money, I don't cancel the show because the, it's the responsibility of the promoter do the show, no. And I try to change that. And when that's happened, I do the same in Colombia. I do the same in Chile. I do the same in Costa Rica. With the with the same bands, no, and and is the reason for I work really hard with many bands, and the bands call me and say, 
uh, I want to work with you. And, and it's strange because many people write me, like, for example, Neville Staple from Specials, they write me in, uh, in WhatsApp, no? I say, hey, deal, I am Neville from Specials, I want to work, do you know who I am? And I say, yes, man, I love you, no? What? <laughs> and, and the bands write me now, no? It's like, it's crazy, no? It's crazy, this, but because... I worked really hard for that to happen. And now many ska festivals in Mexico is more professional because, because the music, the promoters change and have many, many good shows. And always is, is cool for ska now. We'll be right back after this. Okay, you started Nonstop Ska Festival in 2016. Before that, there wasn't really professional big festivals for ska in Mexico. Yes, everything changed. Like many companies begin to work in, in the ska, uh, like Ocesa, Vive Latino, uh, these kind of festivals put, put, put the ska bands. For example, Viva Latino is the first festival who bring Tokyo Ska Paradise to Mexico. No? And now have uh, the Scatex Scatex Festival. It's really big festival in Mexico. Um, playing bands, more Latin bands. It's more for, for the Latin bands. But this year I put uh, Batman and New York Ska Jazz in, in this festival. Um, the other year I put uh, Scatolites and, and many and many friends and it's, it's, it's cool. This, this festival is cool. The, the Global Ska uh, is in, in a venue, in a really professional venue called Pepsi Center. It's sponsored by Pepsi and everything. It's cool. The audio, uh, it's, uh, the parking, the bathrooms. It's, it's cool. It's a really, really nice place for, for playing music. Nonstop Ska in 2016 was actually a collaboration between you and Ocesa. Is that correct? The, I work in Ocesa, no? the, the Global Sky is with Ocesa, and, and I work in this company, it's a, the most big company in Latin America, um, and I do the shows, but it's cool because my my boss in Ocesa is, is the, give me the free, free, the, how you say free, I can do, uh, I, I can put all the bands and Never told me no. This by now something is crossing me. The company crossing me, and I do many, many, many good festivals. We we do three or three editions of the non-stop ska, and have cancel one because have a big earthquake in Mexico the same week of the of the festival. All the bands are in Mexico when the earthquake happened, and it's a really really bad experience. Uh, have ten. Of 15 banks in Mexico for all over the world and a big earthquake happened and I I can sell this show but it's in this edition it's Tokyo Scaparo it's still here and New York Star and it's really hard it's really hard the Southern Publico from Venezuela is in this edition that was in uh, 2017 the earthquake right? yes the earthquake happened two days before the first year yeah that sounds that sounds crazy <laughs> It was a it was a big earthquake, right? And uh, yeah, it's really big, really big. Did you you guys 
um, postponed? You guys postponed the show and did it later? Yes, we postponed um, six six months. Mm. I do in February, event in February with the same with the same lineup. Nothing changed. I have I take this in this edition band from Salvador Arecibo playing playing este Mark Fogo playing New York Jazz, Capital Sound is the other band of Spectre. Oiska May from Japan, Toki Capal from Japan, the Southern from Venezuela, but Manor playing. Um, it's it's one of my favorite uh, editions of the festival. So so the very first nonstop Scott Fest you had, I'm gonna list some of the bands for people to hear. Scottalites, the Selector, Inspector, Los de Abajo, Tijuana No. Voodoo Glow Schools, Out of Control Army, your band, La Tremenda Corte, uh, Los Pies Negros. So it's a great lineup that show. it's like, has bands from the scene in Mexico and bands from all over the world. How many people came that first year? For this year, it's really big. It's 50,000 people. Wow. Damn. It, 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 this festival is in the same arena who played with Inspector in November. It's El Palacio de los So I was reading that. Um, so you you convinced Ocesa that there was this audience for for ska, and like I guess no did no one else see that there was this kind of audience for ska still at that time. In this time, it's difficult because no, nothing throws in this kind of ska. Only in the Latin ska. The Latin ska is popular, but when I talk to the company. I want to do a show with Jamaican artists and UK artists. The people say, mm, I don't know, maybe that's a good idea. The people don't know these bands. And I told, yes, I trust in these bands. Needs, these, these bands need to play in this kind of venue because when the other, when these bands come, like Voodoo Glasgow or, or Toasters come to Mexico, play in a really bad venue, no? in a really, with really bad conditions. And I try to change that and say to the company, these bands, have many audience, but the problem is never playing the correct places, no? And when I yeah. put the festival in this kind of venue, all the people are really happy and say, okay, we want to go and see the, the UK bands with the USA bands and the Mexican bands. And it's a good combination because uh, all the ska people stay the show and the punk rocker and the hardcore people love the sound and, and come to the shows. And, and it's cool, it's cool. We only do three editions of, of non-stop ska and two global ska. I have five festivals, five ska festivals. I was reading an interview you said, and you said that um, you were a little worried at first that maybe having this big festival where you have all the rude boys and the scatos and the skinheads and that if they would all get along together or not, but uh, apparently everything went fine. Yes, everything is fine. Now, now, now the people is really happy. No, no have this problem. No, you can come to the sky shows and you don't need to see a rude boy or you, 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 uh, many Rastafari's call. Or, for example, in, in Mexico, have a big festival called Hell and Heaven. Hell and Heaven is a metal fest. No, this year play Guns and Roses and play Mules and play. Um, but have a, a little stage for the ska, no? Alternative stage. And this year played Royal Club. And it's crazy because Royal Club had more audience 
than the metal band. <laughs> and it's the power of ska, no? In, in a metal festival, the ska band had more audience. And, and now, now the ska is, is part of the, is part of the Mexican culture. Uh, this, the, the other year, yesterday, uh, is the, put the announcement of the most bigger festival in Mexico, called Vive Latino. Vive Latino is for 2,000 people. No, 200,000 people. It's 200,000. Yes, it's the most bigger festival in Latin, in Latin America, no? And wow. the, in the other, the other year, we're going to play Panteon Rococo and Out of Control. It's the, the only two scavans who play in the show. And play Paramore, play many mainstream bands, no? it's like a, really, but it's important because the ska club now is really important for the festival. Put one or two ska bands, no? Yeah. Well, you know, in the US, uh, there would be zero ska bands on any of the bigger festivals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. yeah. Yes, but I, but, I, but I don't think it's, it's full of the bands. I think USA needs. Uh, people who who go to the like me go to the company like the Ocesa USA is like Live Nation is yeah yes needs a people who go to Live Nation and say hey man trust in the sky trust in the sky but USA no have these people it's, needs a people who who fight and say hey why do you don't put in Coachella band no why do you don't put in Lollapalooza why do you, uh, we need uh, people who, who who fight for the, for the movement because maybe these festivals don't include the ska because nothing told, nothing told nothing. And the festival say, I don't know the music, no? But when uh, people go and say, hey, you need to put these bands, yeah. maybe everything changed, but we need the people. <laughs> yeah. We need a, we need a, a, a deals. A U.S. deals. Yes. Yeah, we do. American deals, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I do the same in Ocesa. When I do the same in Ocesa, the people say, nah, man, it's, it's only a, a, a little ska kid. And I go all the days and say, hey, man, ska, ska, ska. And my boss say, okay, do your fucking festival, man. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's cool. I, I, I think in, in USA, the ska... It's popular, no? It's popular, but uh, needs to like Supernova. Supernova is is a it's really good, really cool, and the people travel from all parts of USA for enjoy the different kind of ska. Um, I I think many people need to go to the big companies, to Golden Boys or something, and say, look, look this festival. You can put two or three bands in your festival. No? Yeah, I mean, I think. If you know, if if they, if they started getting put on these festivals, the audience would grow because yeah. ska music is great and ska music live is also great. Absolutely. Yes, and I think it's now I have a a new audience because have new bands. No, the, the ska is is a, have, for example the Interrupters is like a really fresh band for, with uh, Bite Me Bambi, Cat Bite. Uh, no, no, it's only the old bands. No, now have have a new band who yeah. have a, a new connection with the with the young people, no? Exactly. Um, and I think it's a good moment. It's a good moment for Ska. And in USA is grow up it's more more slower than Mexico. But I think it's cool. Many I see many, many new bands. Really cool. Okay, so out of control army, 
you started out of control army in 2015. So this is, um, this is one year before you got into the doing festivals. Yes. And then 2016, the first year that you did nonstop sky, you released your first record with out of control army. Yes. I began out of control army because my, my sky company is called out of control Records. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, you, you run. Out, yeah. The company who do the festivals is out of control Records. When, when I take uh, the toaster from an anniversary of a band called Los de Abajo, I put the toaster, and toasters wants to do more shows in Mexico. But I, uh, we try to find the band, the correct band for, for open this show, and we don't find any band who have this sound, similar toaster. And the, the bands in my label, in, in this time, Los de Abajo, Sectacore, many friends, told me why can't do a new band for open the shows and i put i do this band for open the poster show and we don't have a name and i say put out of control army because it's the army of the label is with many musicians of the other bands and put in the poster out of control army. And, but we never thinking this band is playing all the time no it's it's only a band who we invite in in to create or to invent okay this band we only to cre create this band for open the toaster show and now it's uh the principal band of the other guys no yeah <laughs> never stop to play we play all the weeks five times four times two times but uh, it's cool it's cool with out of control me i enjoy really much the, the music and have the correct connections with the other bands and we record albums all the years and have many formats uh, of the band and everybody in the band is really happy with that. Your first record is called um, El Ska Nuestra Extinción? Yes. Can you explain why you called that, your first record that? Because it's like, um, it's no extinct, extinction is, is the word. The ska is not dead, basically. Yeah. 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 It, yes, it's because I think in this time the ska uh, have a uh, no have the correct audience in the in the in the mainstream festival, and it's like a, I scream to everybody: the sky is not dead. No, the sky is is here, and the ska don't need uh, don't need nothing. No, the sky is, is part of the life and. Many many bands uh, have the influence of ska. Amy Whitehouse, no doubt. Uh, the Beatles uh, have many many influence of ska. For me, it's important. Told that to the people. No, the ska is an extension. You have a song on the record called uh, "Fuck the Police." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we really hate the police. Can you tell us what pro uh, promote what prompted that song? Yeah, we have been, I, I always hate the police, always, because we have, it's really corruption and really bad. But when, when we, when, when I write this song, we are on a big tour in Mexico, in Morelia, Michoacán, it's like four hours to Mexico City. And we have an accident, we crash in the car. And when the police coming, is try to fall the instruments, no? Um, the police nothing help help uh, with the accident, and I write this song because I'm, I'm really angry and 
we had really bad experience with police, not only in Mexico, no, in in all the countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we we try to to write uh, politic songs and love songs and have instrumental songs, and this is the color of the or the Arab Control Army have have many colors, but, but for the police is is a really important song and. It's, it's crazy because I think in many countries and all the countries uh, feel the same, no? For a different reason, have a problem and sing really loud the song. Mi Corazón Encantado. This song, um, I was looking on YouTube, this song, there's a couple different videos of the song and they're like a million and a half views. That's- this is a... so. One of the one of the clips is from your DVD Enemigo Público. Yes. The entire crowd is singing along to this song, every word, so loud. Is this your most popular song? Yes. This song is really important because this is a song for a cartoon or anime. It's, it's a song for the Dragon Ball GT. And oh. We we start to play this song. Because Dragon Ball stopped stopped the the, the cartoon, and uh, ten years after, they do a movie, a special movie, and I record the song only for. It's, it's funny. I said I want to record the Dragon Ball song because it's the the new era of Dragon Ball, and when I put it in YouTube, it's really viral. The people one thousand, two thousand, two thousand, all the days is grow up. Um, it's important because it's my favorite anime, and now we do the, the my two favorite things together. No, the the, the Dragon Ball and the Scar, and it's, it's for me really cool. To do that, no. And there's another video where you're playing in the studio, and Jorge Salcedo from uh, Sectacore is playing with you. Yes, the singer. Yeah, is it was? Does he play on the main main recording or just a special recording? No, this, this I invite Jorge because it, this is a big fan of Dragon Ball and have the the dragon the Dragon Balls in the in the tattoo in the arm. Um, this guy is really really fun and say, "Hey man, I want to record this song. Do you want to come?" And say, "Yes, for sure." And, and it's cool because this <laughs> is a Skycore guy, really really bad and you know satanic, and, um, but he's a otaku like me. <laughs> <laughs> My dream is go to Japan. And play this song, and I want to learn in Japan the song, and play this song in Japan. This is my dream. Are you working on your Japanese? No, but when when I have a, when I I try to go to a show and uh-huh. learn all the songs. But yes, I think it's gonna be crazy that when that happens. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple other songs. I think these are more recent. But you did a song with uh, Pantheon called uh, "Fuera de Control." This is a new song. Yeah, it's a great song. And uh, you did one with Inspector called Siempre Fingiste. Yes, this is the new two songs. It's, it's two, two songs. And it's really important because this is the two most bigger bands Sky in Mexico. Yeah. And for me, it's really important these bands support me and support the band. And, and look, when, when, when you do a featuring, always you invite the singer, no? It's like the singer is the most important. And But... For the out of control, we know the important is all the guys, no? And in this song, we call six members of Panteon Loco because we want to take the, the, the band 
the, the, the all the band have the sax player, the the two guitar player, the bass player, and with Spector it's the same play playing the the, the sax player Chuy Arriaga. Chuy Chuy is a, like for me is for my I'm really fan of Chuy. Chuy is, is a skinhead who do the first ska traditional shows like we call it ska war in the 2000s. Yeah. Um, Chuy is like uh, really important for the ska. Um, it's important for me to take Chuy, the sax of Chuy, the keyboards of Romero, and the, the singer. The singer of Victor is amazing. It's big. Javier is, is one of the best boys in Mexico. Um, it's cool because in, in these two songs, we have all the bands, no? not only the singers. No? Uh, it's a good combination. And I traveled to Monterey to record the song with the Spector. And with Panteon Rococo, it's the same. With Panteon Rococo, it's more difficult because Panteon is a really mighty band and all the time is really boozy and play in many countries, in Germany. But it's cool we can do it uh, together, the song and the video. And, and we are really happy with that. Yeah, I mean, you, how great is it to be uh, doing to doing collaborations with two of the biggest ska bands in Mexico? It's, it's, it's amazing because... I never think that's happened. I never think that's happened. No. In defense of Ska, will return in a moment. I want to talk a little bit about your perception of. We talked about it a little. This the the U.S. Ska scene. We were talking about Esteban in the beginning. You you said you met him from uh, L.A. Yeah. What's your um, experience or perception of the L.A. ska scene? I think the L.A. ska is really divided, no? It's the Latin ska. It's one of the yeah. scenes. And the other uh, ska ska is the, like, Steady 45s and Jack, Jackie Mendes. And the other, como more soul ska rock steady. It's other scene. The other scene is the mainstream, like Aquabat, Real Big Fish, a fairy, like the Scapon band. And I, I think this, the LA scan needs to do something together, but nothing happened, no? But because it's, it's really different, no? The, the scenes. Maybe sometimes Toasters or Blackers play in the Latin scap, but uh, it's hard, no? For example, Pantheon Rococo do a big show in a big theater, in the Mayan theater in San Angelo. And Panteon told me, uh, uh, give me a band for open show, no? And I put uh, the Western Standard Time, no? And it's, it's, it's cool because uh, the, the Western Standard Time open show Panteon and, and see the other kind of people to listen to Ska. Um, Los Angeles needs to do a big festival, but with all the ska bands, no, no, no need to put the Latin or the ska bands or the, uh, Los Angeles have a big scene and can't do it, but nothing do it. But I don't know, but, but it's cool. I, I love the sound, the sound of, of uh, a, a new band. I don't know if it's from Los Angeles, but Bite Me Bambi. I don't know where, where, uh, they're from Southern California. Yeah. Okay. I, I love this band. It's, it's co- really cool. The sound It's really fresh. I, I think have, have a new, New bands and it's, it's cool because it's like have too much people in Los Angeles, no? And maybe more Latin people, like USA people, but it's, it's 
it's cool. I I, I love I play in the in a theater with a Rascal another Mexican American band. <laughs> this is crazy because these guys is like like uh, Mexicans but lives in, in California and only play in California. Um, but it's cool. It's cool. Ocho Calacas, for example, is it's a great band. Skakor band. Um, I, I love I love it. I love it, these bands. What's it been like to tour in other parts of the U.S.? I know um, I know you played in Washington because that's where Mari saw you. Yes. Uh, yeah. What are these shows like for you? Like when you play Out of Control Army or whatever. This year is really cool because we we never play in USA. It's the first time, and we do hmm. forty two shows this year. Forty two shows in USA. You did forty two shows your first time. Dang. Yes, it's crazy. it's crazy. The people in Mexico write and when you come to Mexico, I see. Because never play in Mexico now. Is we this year played too much in USA. Um, I I love my one of my favorite shows in Salt Lake City. Many many people come. Um, New York is amazing. New York is amazing people. Um, but I love it all the shows. For example, the in Austin, Texas, we play in a in a reggae venue, the Flamingos Cantina, and it's really cool. I, I love it and. The the other week we we're gonna go to Chicago for open a big band called El Three. El Three is a rock Mexican rock band, and we're gonna play in the Aragon Bar. Um, this is the the next week we play in, in Chicago, and the other day we play in Guatemala. We need to go to the airport really quickly and play in Guatemala, um, back to Mexico, and the other day play to El Salvador with Adesivo. Uh, Adesivo have maybe 10 years don't play in El Salvador and it's the first time who played in El Salvador and we opened the show no? wow you're so wait, just to back up you're you're opening up for El Tri in uh, Chicago yes we opened El Tri I think it's show is for 6,000 people yeah El, El Tri are huge band yeah yes it's rock it's rock band no? yeah they're like one of the first like main like rock bands, some rock and espanol bands in Mexico from like the eighties, right? Yes, yes. I think seventy maybe. Seventies, <laughs> yeah. Maybe final of the seventies. This is really big band. But it's like blues, like yeah. all the, all the 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 classic classic rock, yeah. Say classic rock. <laughs> now I heard you um not only do you play in bad manners, but you are the manager for them when they do U.S. shows? Is that true? Yes, I, I am the manager in Bombardiers in, in all America, no, in Argentina, in Colombia, in, uh, I I put the shows now in Supernova, for example, um, and yes, I am the sax and the manager. Wow, it's because you make deals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Uh, yeah, you. So you're playing all over the world in different bands, basically, right? Yes, more with Bad Manners and Out of Control, but it's it's with the bands with I I play in many countries. Yeah? How many countries do you think you've played in at this point? Boy, I don't know. Maybe twenty five or more. Twenty five. Wow. Yes, I play in many countries, and and not only in the countries. Because, for example, in USA, I think I know. The eighty percent of USA now, and yeah. in UK, I do a sh- uh, tour with Bad Manners with forty-five shows, and I play in, in Gales, in 
in Manchester, Liverpool, and in all the cities of the UK. No, I know perfect the, the UK. I do this this two two times with the Batman. And mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool because some some uh, uh, I I see many stops in the movies, and I say I, I'm here, man. No, I'm here in the, in the Quadrophenia Street or. I'm here in the in the 100 club. Uh, for example, out of control, me do a show two two months ago in the Dublin Castle. No, the Dublin Castle is the place who begin madness, and Amy Whitehouse uh, work in the uh, in the in this place. It's a bar, a legendary in Camden, and we do a show in in the Dublin Castle, and many people come from many countries. Uh, uh, to uh, Latin people who live in London come to the show and is really excited playing this place. No, so have magic. So, what countries have you not played yet that you want to play in 2024? In 2024, we're gonna play with with Out of Control in Brazil. It's the first mm. time for Out of Control in Brazil. But with Bad Manners, I do five shows two years ago with Bad Manners. But it's the first time who. But I think my dream, my dream is playing in Japan or Korea. No? It's, it's like, a, I love the sound of the bands of, not only the Tokyo Ska, no? the many Oriska bands, the Ska Flames, or the Kings of Rudy Ska in Korea. Um, I try, I, I don't think the next year we're going to go to Asia, but because have many work in Europe and USA, but uh, the, in 2025, 2025, is the ten years of out of control? You no, know? it's when I mm. try to go to to Asia and play here. You know? All right, so twenty twenty five. Let's get out of control army into Asia. Yes, I try to do that. Thank you for listening to In Defense of Ska. To support the show, sign up for our Patreon. Intro and outro music by Slow Gherkin from the EP Lives. Additional music by Dan P. and the Bricks. Please rate and review the podcast and tell a friend. Follow at In Defense of Ska on social media. The book In Defense of Ska by Aaron Carnes is available from Clash Books. Order it online. Chris Reeves of SPI is our editor. This is your co-host, Adam Davis of Omnigon, leaving you by saying ska now more than ever. All done. That's it. Go home, everybody. Show's over. That's it. Oh, wait, except there's more of this conversation. Yeah. Over on our patreon yes you've heard about it before and you're going to hear about it again for only five dollars you can head over to our patreon we have perks you can get fun things you can interact with us on the discord you get the episodes a few days early Mm. and you get additional content added to all your episodes so head on over to the patreon support the podcast that you love and we'll see you there yeah what else can i add to that i can't add anything to that (laughs) i did it all
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.